0: Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast.
1: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to Grown Up Kids and Day 17 of Podmas. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today we have a brand new guest host. Say hello to Lexi. How are you? hey i'm great how are you guys
0: good Good. so since you're new it's time for your disney profile yep so first up how did you get into disney
2: i honestly don't even remember a time (laughs) in my life where there wasn't disney yeah (laughs) like as far back as i can remember there was disney i think the the earliest earliest memory i have of disney is cinderella like, like watching
1: Cinderella. I was yeah. just gonna ask, like watching the movie?
2: <laughs> yeah. My mom used to plop me and my sister in front. She said it was the only time she could actually like get anything done for long <laughs> within like ten minutes. Because I have a I have a twin sister and we were um crazy as kids, apparently. And got into all sorts
1: of shenanigans and so she would just plop us down in front of a Disney movie <laughs> and she could actually like do something. Your mom had uh, to put on Cinderella so she could be Cinderella. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my turn, sorry. Yeah. Uh so who's your favorite character?
2: My favorite character is probably going to be Dory.
1: Nice. I like Dory.
2: I just think she's a very endearing character and I I relate to her a lot in the sense that um i I'm very forgetful.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that's. I always. She always makes me laugh. She cracks me up. And every time I watch Finding Nemo, Finding Nemo is one of my favorite movies. And especially when she says Escape.
1: (laughs) Plus, I I definitely say Escape more than I should. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Plus, like Ellen DeGeneres, right? Yeah, she's amazing. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of Dory, who's your favorite character?
0: That's what. Oh, I get it. (laughs) Oh, that was funny. I was like, she just answered. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. <laughs> oh, all
2: right. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is The Lion King, hands down. That's a good one. I, I love everything about The Lion King. I love the music. I love the animation. I love everything that has spin off from The Lion King. The music- the Broadway musical is amazing. If you guys haven't seen it, you should. It's it's so beautiful. We have
1: seen it.
0: It's oh yeah, beautiful. we love it.
2: Yeah, I totally cried.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's beautiful. Do you like Lion King One and a Half? I like it okay.
2: I own it.
1: <laughs> That's acceptable. I just yeah. really like Teenage Simba a lot. <laughs> He's so
0: cute. <laughs> I I like all the meerkats and stuff. I was yeah. gonna say I love the meerkats in that movie. It's hilarious. Yeah, but it's I haven't. I've
2: only seen it a couple times. It's not like the the actual original Lion King that I've probably seen like.
0: More times than I
2: can count.
1: <laughs> yeah, are you excited for the new one?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, Me too. <laughs> I am all here for this live action. It mm-hmm. looks so good.
1: Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Him. I know he looks so fluffy. I know,
2: <laughs> and I'm so happy that Hans Zimmer and Tim Rice and John are like back yep. doing the
0: music and throwing some Beyonce in there. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be good. Yeah, and the fact that they got the guy to voice Mufasa. I can't. I'm blanking on his name, but it's the same. Oh, James Earl Jones. Yes. It's the same. Talk to voice, the expert yes. over here. <laughs> like, that was. That's like a big deal.
1: Yeah. No one has that voice.
0: Yeah. You can't change Mufasa's voice. Nope. <laughs> so. He did Darth Vader, too, right? Yeah. Oh. <gasps> that's the perfect deep voice.
1: I did not know that. Yeah. Crazy. So here we have Swiss Family Robinson inspiring Star Wars. And we also have Mufasa <laughs> and Darth Vader
0: are the same person. That's pretty weird. That's crazy. Star Wars is, they, they knew it was going to be owned by Disney. <laughs>
1: right.
0: <laughs> it was in the cards.
2: Yeah, if I, like, I don't, I, I love Star Wars and like, I, I feel like it's cheating though to be like, who's your favorite Disney character since Disney not and Star Wars? Be like, yeah. R2-D2 or something. So right. Like right.
0: I agree. Right. agree. doesn't
2: quite count.
0: Um, so have you been to the Disney parks before?
2: Yes, I've been to, I went to Disney World when I was five, and then I went again when I was in college, and then this past August I went to Disneyland.
0: Do you have a favorite
2: park? Uh, (laughs) right? (laughs) I feel like it, well, it was a very skewed experience going to Disneyland, because I went by myself, And I would not recommend going to a Disney park by yourself while you're pregnant. Mm. It was just... You can't ride a lot. You can't ride anything. Yeah. And that was kind of depressing. And so, you know, and then so you're just, like, wandering around alone. You're like, oh, what do I do?
0: You know, and I wanted to, like, you know... (laughs) what eat some food <laughs> yeah, basically yeah i
2: actually ate a bunch of food the parades were really awesome met tried to meet some characters and um but it was it wasn't as fun as going with like a bunch of people and you can like ride all the rides and stuff so i would definitely say disney world is my magic kingdom is my favorite just because i felt like i had an overall better experience while I was there
0: that makes sense I mean Magic Kingdom's amazing it's okay to pick that as your favorite so. yeah it's okay yeah not that Disneyland wasn't awesome right like I mean you have to go back when you're not pregnant and maybe take yeah. your little one with you and then yeah. you can ride experience it with them yes
1: yeah that but, would be really fun because Disneyland really is great yeah I didn't mean to talk over you I'm sorry it's okay I, I probably about talked food. over you it's fine like we're married yeah so <laughs> what would you say is your favorite disney memory
2: um i have a couple like well there's just i mean obviously there's lots to pick from if you've been into disney your basically your whole life but I, like watching great fires um bobby and stuff and Nikki, and it really made me start thinking about my dogs and um my dog Kinu he if you i can i I've tried I've taught him to jump up on me like while, like i'm standing mm-hmm. and so i grab his front paws and we dance and i sing the song from sleeping beauty like
0: on a tree <laughs> that's so cute <gasps>
2: that is adorable <laughs> i was uh he's gotten very old so he won't do it as much anymore but when he was younger he used to like Put up with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> so that's one of my more, I guess, more recent favorite Disney memories. Um, uh, when I was a kid, we, me and my sister, we just we would just sing so many Disney songs in the car or anywhere. Basically, we just blast the soundtracks to Lion King, Mulan, Pocahontas, A Little Mermaid, all those, Aladdin,
0: yeah, and just. Sing them at the top of our lungs and just have a blast. I oh. was all about the soundtracks with my mom. We totally still do that. Yeah, we definitely still. Oh, do I,
2: that. I, yeah. <laughs> I totally have a Disney playlist on Apple Music. So yeah, same. I will sing at the top of my lungs. Yep.
0: yep. I have one on Spotify. hmm. Yep.
1: hmm.
0: Sometimes you just gotta belt that stuff out. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: I think Little Mermaid's my favorite to sing. I really enjoy Part of Your World. It's a
1: good oh, I one. love that one, the reprise. Uh, yeah. That part is, yeah. is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say that word? Reprise? I
0: think so. Reprise? 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 Or reprise? Tomato, tomato? Yeah, it's probably the same thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So now that we know Lexi a little bit better, we can announce that we're talking about Nikki, Wild Dog of the North. Now, this is another one that's kind of similar to Perry. Ish. Kind of, mm-hmm. a little bit more of a narrative than Perry because Perry was strictly just animals. This one actually has characters like people playing with it too. Yeah, but it's about a story. Well, we're gonna do our thirty-second Disney Dash. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right, you ready? I'm ready. You ready to just jump right in? Yeah. All right. more? Get set. Go. So we meet Nikki. Uh, a puppy, and he's with his owner, and they're canoeing on an adventure, and then they come across this little bear cub, Niwa, and then the owner ends up tying them together, but then they lose the owner, and they go on adventures on their own and become really good friends after some struggles, and then they end up coming, he ends up meeting his owner again um, in dogfighting, and he saves him. 24. <laughs> You forgot
1: about that part and added it in. Like,
0: <laughs> no, like I knew that it happened, but I was like, do I wanna go into detail about it? I should
1: <laughs> Can't make those
0: decisions on the spot of a dash.
1: That's what I do. Whew. Makes me nervous.
0: All right, Lexi, do you wanna go? <laughs> yes. I wrote it down. Let's
1: see. Okay.
0: Alrighty. Are you ready? Set. Okay. Go.
2: Andre and his dog Nikki discover an orphan bear cub named Niwa, and Andre ties him to Nikki. Their canoe overturns, and Nikki and Niwa are separated from Andre. They grow up together in the wilderness. When Niwa hibernates, Nikki is trapped by two men named LeBeau and Makoki, and LeBeau uses Nikki for dog pit fighting and is rescued by Andre. LeBeau tries to kill Andre, but he kills himself, falling on his own knife. Andre and Nikki continue their adventures while Niwa does his bear thing. Perfect. So
1: calm. So cool,
0: calm, and collected. (laughs) I'm impressed. Good. Well, I'm impressed. It, it helps to read read what you if it's written down. I,
1: <laughs> I know. Was, that was
0: 23 seconds by the way in case anybody wondered.
1: <laughs> yeah, if I don't write mine down, which I'm sure listeners can tell, I kind of panic beforehand, so <laughs> All right, are you ready? Yep, set. Go. A pup named Nikki and his master are traveling to get supplies. They become separated and his master believes him to be dead. Nikki ties up a close friendship with an orphan bear cub. They learn and grow together until the bear hibernates. Nikki ends up in the clutches of an evil man who uses him for dog fighting, but his master comes to save the day and Nikki himself, and the two are reunited. Eighteen
0: seconds. Woo! Eighteen, Oops. Eighteen. Alrighty. So now that we know what the movie's about. Some history. Nicky Wild Dog of the North is from 1961. It was directed by Jack Coffer and Don Haldane. Um, the story is based on a novel called Nomads of the North by James Oliver Kerwood. And it is about the adventures of a Malamute dog named Nicky. Uh, it won the 1962 Eddie from the American Cinema Editors for Best Edited Special Documentary. But, okay. So, Animal Cruelty. I got to bring it up. I feel like while watching this film, like, I really wanted to like it. It was a really cute story and the concept was really cute. But I found this article that lists, like, all of the spots throughout the film that are questionable. So credit to Dude in a DeLorean. (laughs) (laughs) But he has a blog and he basically, like, reviews the movies, kind of like what we're doing, but, like, in blog form. Like what Jocelyn's doing. Okay. Um, so, he writes, now to the obligatory animal cruelty part. Animals are thrown into deep rivers. Small animals are confronted with apparently aggressive adult animals. Animals are lured into traps. Um, there's one scene with Nikki and the bear still having the rope on their necks. This part killed me. Yeah. I hated it. The bear wants to sleep in a tree and Nikki wants Uh. to sleep on the ground. We see the bear struggling to climb to the tree because the weight of the dog keeps him down. And on the other side, we see Nikki hanging in the air from his neck, which looks like he was hanged. Um, there are two brief instances where Nikki is walking on three legs and I can't stop being suspicious. Sure. They could have just trained the dog to do that, but maybe one of his feet was actually hurt. Like, it did look like his foot was in a trap at that one part. Uh, Like, I hope that it wasn't. I don't know how they would have done it, but, like, it did look like he was trapped. Um, There's also a scene where Nikki tricks a grown bear into a hollow tree and then roll him down a hill. There's clearly something in the tree when it rolls down, and it looked a lot like it was the bear. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually had the bear going down the hill doing hundreds of spins. This is the person talking, by the way, when I say I. I hope not. Yeah.
1: I really hope
0: not. Yeah. Um, And, of course, there's the mother bear who has to fight with another bear and then dies. And there's also a dog fighting scene. But that could have been acted as dogs playing. But it seemed pretty vicious.
2: Yeah. I mean, I have two dogs that play a lot. And so I'm very familiar with what dog play looks like. Mm -hmm. And some of it was real on the edge of aggression. Aggression. And yeah. that made me very uncomfortable to watch.
1: Yeah, just, like, the way that, um, they would, like, like, the owner, even, would grab Nikki oh. and just, like, flop him around, like. I know. I understand he's an animal and he's resilient to things, you know? You don't gotta, like, treat it, treat them like a glass Are you talking about something. Andre, like, when yeah. he's a puppy? Yeah, yeah, just, like, yeah. grabbing him and flopping him around and just, or, like, when he was, like, tying him up, he was tying him really hard and... Then when he was tying the bear up, mm-hmm. like, I'm pretty sure it was a trained bear. Yeah. Just to calm
0: down a but little bit. But it still was clearly a baby bear. Yes. So, like, the fact that he was handling it the way that he was while he was trying to tie it made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, just watching it was... Well, I do, like, I do know that laws and stuff were different when this was filmed, just um, like with Swiss Family Robinson.
1: I mean, we talked right. about
0: animal cruelty in that, too. Yes. Like, we have to take that into consideration. Like, it's not like they were doing anything illegal in the times, but that doesn't make it right. 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 Agreed. Yeah.
1: It's just sad. Like, I can't handle seeing animals treated like that, especially because, like, did they pick to work in a movie studio? Like, Probably not. Exactly. <laughs> right. I
0: mean, definitely not. <laughs> so, if you're going to use them for that, just... Just treat them right. Just treat them nice. Thank God for computer-generated animals nowadays. Uh, Ah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Or even good, like, puppet work.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, like think think about the Shaggy Dog. Yeah. Like, they did awesome puppet work with the Shaggy Dog. Granted, they had to make the movie black and white, because according to Walt, it didn't look good if it was in color, because you could see some of the effects that they were doing, but like they knew how to do it and they were on the right path to try and figure that out like they could have tried something
1: or they could have just treated them nice yeah true just saying all right fun facts yeah okay so this is possibly considered to be in the same category as the true life adventure series but 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 more like perry but more like perry yeah but it wasn't no it wasn't was it a true life adventure
0: it was, um, a true life
1: fantasy. fantasy, Right. So we're, like, on that edge here, too. Right. Um, according to Turner Classic Movies, an article from there, Nikki Wild Dog of the North was one of the studio's best efforts and quite successful, too, but one that has become virtually forgotten over the years. Um, Walt used his true life film crew to capture stage scenarios with animals to tell a story, and that is exactly what Nikki Wild the Dog of the North is. So there is a lot of true life, um inspiration to it speaking of true life our cat sneaked in here so if you hear him sorry (laughs) (laughs) um two film units were set up in canada for this film one of which was headed by jack coffer who receives full director credit uh winston hibbler who produced most of the true life adventures produced and co-wrote this film so again heavy influence from that um nicky wild dog of the North. (laughs) <laughs> North. North. <laughs> was the precursor to The Incredible Journey, which is released just two years later and far better remembered today. So the that's also... That's a precursor to Homeward Bound. To Homeward Bound, yes. Which I adored as a kid. Yeah. So I can't I wait to get... that movie. Yes. Yeah. So I can't wait to get to The Incredible Journey. I know. It's kind of soon. Yeah. Um. Last I, fact.
0: Uh, yes. Really quick. I was going to say that... I felt like this was a little bit reminiscent of, like, a Homeward Bound type movie while watching it.
1: Yeah, but what makes, what makes Homeward Bound cool is the animal talks. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> or it was kind of like Milo and Otis.
0: Yes. I've actually never seen that. I love Milo and Otis. It's cute. Is it Disney? I don't think so. Well, no, we'll watch it's it
1: on an our an off kitty. time. What's it's that? It's got
2: a kitty. and an orange kitty.
1: Oh, I gotta watch it. And a pug. I like pugs. They're okay. They're funny. (laughs) (laughs) So last fact, um, this movie was released on DVD in 2000 through a short licensing agreement with a company called Anchor Bay. It's been out of print since 2003 when the deal ended and it's one of the few titles that Disney hasn't re-released on Disney DVD. So the Anchor Bay release doesn't have any bonus features and it has removed the Buena Vista title 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 card before the film. Um, the film is presented in full screen, and the film appears to have received mild restoration. The DVD is very hard to come by; it's very expensive, but you can get this movie on iTunes or we rented it on Amazon.
0: You can get it on Vudu, iTunes, Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. um, YouTube. Did I say YouTube? I think so. Yeah, sorry, but yeah, and it's usually like two or three ninety nine. That's normally how we watch most of our movies. Yeah, if we don't already have, if we them. don't own it.
1: But yeah, that's uh, there wasn't really a lot, sadly, again on these kind of films. I don't know. They just like I want like, tell me about the dog and right. You know what I mean. Although I will point out, I really thought I you thought said it was Nikki cool. was a
0: girl though, right?
1: I think Nikki was a girl.
0: Yeah, because it says Nikki as herself. Yes, as the characters, even though they referred to. Him but as a Nikki boy. is a boy. You know, in the movie.
1: girls can go on adventures too. Yeah,
0: we can. I was just saying.
1: Um, I did like how they explained what a Malamute was. It's like one-eighth of a true wolf, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. And Nikki is gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Super cute pup and then, like, just turns into this amazingly beautiful lady posing as a man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful lady dog. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so characters. We've got Nikki as herself. Because, like we said, Nikki is actually a girl. Um, But I loved Nikki's determination throughout the entire film. Like, even even living in the wild, like, on her own, his own, whatever, in the movie it's a boy, on his own for, you know, however many months or even, like, over a year, every time he smells man, he still thinks about his owner Mm -hmm. and, like, tries to find him. Um, so, like, that's that loyalty there. Honestly, I think that, like, 99% of dog characters in these films are going to be Hufflepuff. (laughs) (laughs) I will take all the dogs. They're just so loyal. (laughs) They're just so loyal. And, like, that's their, that's their big trait, Mm -hmm. always. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that Nikki plays that role well.
1: Yeah. I really liked, as far as the, like, narrator goes, like, we really got to see the world from a domesticated turned wild dog's view yeah so like as a puppy like oh well nikki learned that lesson or like it'd be like and here was a lesson where nikki learned that not all men are the same yeah and like you sadly got to see some like some men are very cruel and don't choose to treat dogs as her owner treats her him whatever the dog yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but i thought that was really cute and like i don't know i just like seeing um the the dog's perspective I mean that she really was the
0: center of the whole movie mm-hmm. yeah Nikki and Niwa, Niwa who's really cute mm-hmm. so Niwa's the bear and it is a bear cub who loses its mother in a fight against a grizzly bear I think right that's a grizzly bear I don't know a big mean bear <laughs> a big mean brown bear that looks like a grizzly bear <laughs> Um, it's really nice, I love that Nikki can sense that there is an animal in danger, so goes to find it and brings Andre with him, um, and then is, like, so adamant about it that finally Andre gives in and is like, alright, but she, but this bear is your responsibility now, <laughs> right. and, like, ties them together, um, which is a cute concept, but then again, like, leads to some questionable filming parts with animal cruelty.
1: Also, like, bear cub or not, like, cub, don't, why would you tie a bear cub to your dog?
0: (laughs) Well, it's a cub, so I don't think it's gonna eat it yet.
1: I don't know, man, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe when it's bigger.
0: (laughs) It was definitely a questionable practice.
1: (laughs) But I think it ended up saving both their lives, so. Yeah, definitely. How about that? Oh, I don't know, can we place Niwa anywhere? Super stubborn. Slytherin, super stubborn. <laughs> Doesn't want to listen to Nikki at all. Only does things only their wants, way.
0: Only wants it his way or her way. I don't know if anyone was like, oh him. I think that he's a Slytherin. I liked um his little
1: his little bear cub cries though. I thought they were very cute. Yeah, bears are. At,
0: bear cubs are really cute. Bears are terrifying. Yeah, in my opinion. Sometimes he sounded like Chewbacca, and it made me laugh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i totally wouldn't want to encounter as cute as they are i would not want to encounter a bear cub in real life because that means there's probably a mama bear nearby that will want to eat your face yep
1: yeah yep pretty much i think andre pretty much like said that too but then you know he saw the mom mm-hmm. and was like oh you're, Nikki, you're right he really is all
0: on his own yeah uh andre 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 dupas this is Nikki's original owner um He's he is the type. I mean, so like, yeah, we mentioned there is some questionable things that he does, like with how he handles Nikki and how he handles the bear and everything. But like, compared to everybody else in the film, he's a great owner. Oh yeah, for sure. Like he is definitely Nikki's biggest companion. um, Nikki's focus is finding him, like the entire movie. Uh, and well, he always just wants to do what's best for the dog, really.
1: He treats their relationship
0: as a partnership, a right. friendship, you know? Yeah. Minus, like, tying a bear to him. I don't right. really know about that. <laughs> but but he, other than that, he always has Nikki's best interests at heart. <laughs> uh, for the most part. Hey, that was Nikki's choice, right? He did say it was Nikki's fault that he was getting the bear <laughs> tied to him. What about Jacques Lebeau? He's the bad guy. Mm-hmm.
1: He's a jerk. First of all, extreme prejudice towards Native Americans. There were yeah. some things he said where I, he was supposed to be that kind of jerk, though. Mm-hmm. And like, and if anyone's going to be saying those things, I'm glad it's the jerk because then you know that it's a bad thing to say. Right. You know what I mean? Agreed. He's horrible. How do you say his name?
0: Makoki? Makoki. Or Macaulky?
1: horrible to him, and he was. I don't know. He was kind of a sweetheart.
0: I really liked and him. And I was like,
1: why is he sticking with this guy? But they had some kind of, like, plan worked out. Like, pretty
0: much, like, you do this for me. We're going to split this in half. And Right. I think it was to make money. Which people do things to make money. And it's, yeah. But I, he, but Makoki, I think that's how you say his name. And I'm right. really sorry if I'm saying it wrong. But um, he, yeah, he's got a heart. Like, quite a big heart and really doesn't like he really tries to encourage him to not get the dog he's like just let him go um but then Jacques is like yeah no I'm gonna use this one for dog fighting did you see him he just killed a wolf right um right
1: he tries to kill him with poison and moose fat right oh my god I was so nervous when Nikki picked it up I was like no don't eat it it." (sighs) yeah that was cruel Although, what did he pack it in? Like, dough? No, it was moose fat. Oh. Lexi just said. That. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I totally didn't even hear you. I just heard poison. <laughs> I'm cool. sorry. It was just super gross. That's why I remember. Yeah. It looked like dough. It did. <laughs> like a unbaked biscuit or something. <laughs> gross. A <laughs> uh, um, moose biscuit. Yeah. Yeah, but he was terrible. I mean, first of all, dog fighting. No. That's not okay. That's never okay. Um, And second, he didn't care for a dog as a person should care for a dog like he just i think he beat nikki
0: oh yeah to make him him mean
1: yeah and i mean he totally he almost ruins the personality that nikki had right i mean he almost takes all of it away if it wasn't for andre coming back i don't think nikki ever would have been nikki again yeah you know yeah yeah Um, he doesn't get a house
0: no Durmstein. I kind of want to put my, my Cokie in, like, Gryffindor, though, because it's pretty brave to, well, it's brave to take on something with a person like that when, like, clearly he needed the money for something. So, like, I think it's pretty brave to be like, you know, I'm going to put up with this just so that I can get what I need and move on. Um, He was purely, any, it was, like, survival, And he fights for... He fights Definitely. for even share. Yeah, and it was pretty pretty brave and also kind of cunning of him to cut the, cut Nikki's leash. Yes. Whenever um, Jacques is in the ring and they're, him and Andre are fighting. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. That it was, really that was is, cool. It really is Makoki's uh, fault that um, Jacques dies.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like,
0: it's Jacques's fault obviously, but, like, that wouldn't have happened had Makoki not cut that leash and and had Nikki like push him over to end up stabbing himself yeah that was probably the best situation like outcome though that could have happened in that like somebody somebody was gonna die whether it was Andre Nikki or Jacques so he wasn't contributing well to society no (laughs) not really (laughs) Uh, favorite parts yeah favorite character is the combination duo of Nikki and Niwa. Like, as much as I didn't, I don't I don't think I really liked it in the beginning whenever they were, like, still kind of annoyed with each other, but, like, whenever they became close friends, that was just a really cute relationship to, like, see it blossom, even though Niwa ended up kind of forgetting him after hibernating. That was but sad. It was sad. I could, like, see it in Nikki's eyes. <laughs> like, I know, like, you don't Like, oh, then. he forgot me. Um, but it's, like,
1: it's like the Brave Bears, except you really do turn into a real bear. You yeah. forget all of you what you've known.
0: Yeah, from Brave. Yeah. Um, Favorite scene is probably... I don't know if I really have a specific favorite scene for this movie, because, like, I feel like... I guess, I mean, I guess the end... I guess the end is my favorite, because, like it turns out good but i feel like a lot of the other good scenes throughout this movie are kind of like there's like bad stuff peppered in whether it's the animal cruelty that's really bothering me or like the outcome of something i don't know it's kind yeah. of an all over the place movie for me like i didn't i didn't not like it but i didn't love it but i, agree. But I liked the ending how like andre did come like he recognized nikki and then, like, they got to live... They got to kind of have their pet-owner relationship happily ever after. And Makoki
1: got to join them, so... Yes.
0: Yeah. So I did like that.
1: How about you, Lexi? Uh, I think my favorite character was Nikki, because
2: he reminded me of my dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a beautiful dog. And my favorite scene... um, I lo- I thought the scene that where they running and playing in the snow when they're a little bit older, oh, yeah. yeah, that was, was cute. very cute. I, yeah, I didn't like the scenes when they were younger. When they were tied together, it was very um, weird, questionable, awkward. yeah, questionable. Especially the scene with the bees too. Like the yeah. dog, I think was whimpering. I think the it dog was. got. I think he got stung. stung. Yeah, that's sad. like not ah, cool. Anywho. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, the, like, any of the snow scenes were really beautiful and Yeah, that was cute. cute. Yeah.
0: I forgot about that scene.
1: Uh, my favorite character is Nikki. Uh, he, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dog. Um, and I liked, this kind of goes along with my favorite, I don't really have a favorite scene, but I loved watching Nikki grow. So <laughs> I love, like, you know, the awkward, like, floppy kind of pup. Just going through life, like, lucky to be alive by themselves in the wilderness, um, but learns very quickly, um, learns how to hunt, learns how to just grow big and strong and take care of themselves. I thought that was really cool. Uh,
0: My least favorite character is Jacques, and I feel like that's probably gonna... Shocker! Yeah. It's probably gonna be everybody's, but my least favorite scene, it's really, like, the animal cruelty stuff just really bummed me out. Like, I it really ruined the movie for me, because as I was watching it, that's, like, all I was thinking about. I was like, this dog is, like, legitimately in pain, or this bear is legitimately in a fight, and, like, is it really gonna die? Or, I don't know, like, there were just too many scenes where it just felt too real, or it was real, like, what we were watching, and it wasn't good not things that they should have been filming <clears throat> or forcing animals into those situations to film.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: here's what one thing I was wondering about, like especially the bear fight scenes and stuff. I was wondering if they just had wildlife videographers just stationed there cuz I know Walt does that for like where you go, he like sends people out for months to mm-hmm. get footage. I just wonder if they were actual bear fights that people recorded and then they kind of created a narrative around the bear fight.
0: Yeah, I hope I so. hope so. I mean not Which that, that I, I want hope is what Right. <laughs> yeah. I think with that scene, that's a higher possibility of it being more like something they just caught like they were filming for a true life adventure. Where they were they were just out up in Canada and they happened to come across this fight. Um the only thing that like made me question it was like the baby bear. So, like, yeah. Niwa, like, it looked like Niwa really was there and really did get in a fight with a grizzly bear and really did climb up the tree. But was that just a different little black bear? I don't know. Right. right. You know, so, like, it could be. I hope it was.
1: Right. There is this oh.
0: picture of, on,
2: on I saw on Google of Walt um, holding the puppy Nikki and the baby Niwa. Oh. And I was like, okay, so I guess that was a real like baby bear that they had like i guess as like a trained
0: yeah bear or yeah like i wonder what happened to its mother i don't know
1: i don't know i hope it was just caught and then used as a narrative the
0: the story i can't imagine that they would have gotten the okay ever to like here let this bear maul the other bear and put it right (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah. But it was the 60s so Mm, true (laughs) true all right Le- what did we get to Lexi's least favorite? No. Or are we talking about yours?
0: Okay, <laughs> Lexi, so your turn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah, my least favorite is the same. Um, so Jacques is his first name. Yeah, Jacques Lebeau. Okay. Lebeau. So I was always just like when I was writing notes, I was just referring to him as Lebeau. Yeah, he he was the worst. Um, definitely least favorite character. I'm glad he uh, stabs himself. Yeah. It's <laughs> <in my hand. laughs> like you deserve that. Um. Yeah. My least favorite scene is, yeah, anything that had to do with where the animals looked like they were uncomfortable. Um, One thing that particularly stuck out was the bear hibernating um, or niwa hibernating. It, like, you know, whenever you see pictures of animals that have been tranquilized, I can't really say that word. Tranquilized? Yeah, they've been sedated and um, (laughs) they're like, their tongues will stick out. Yeah, I wondered that. The bear was like, hibernating but its tongue was sticking out so I was like I wonder if they just sedated the bear to make it look like it was sleeping yeah to film the hibernation scene which I did not appreciate yeah that's not cool
0: yeah I wondered that too I was like would it really sleep with its mouth open like that right I might unless it went into hibernation with a cold or something <laughs> I can't Uh, see that being the case. (laughs) uh, Bears don't have humidifiers.
1: (laughs) Uh, My least favorite character, obviously LeBeau. Just a garbage human being. Um, He's garbage. He's garbage. Um, Yeah, he's just not nice. He treats Nikki not nice. He goes to a town and is like, I don't care if this is a new law, we're doing it anyway. And he rallies all these people together and changes their mind, and then they start dogfighting again, which is awful. Um, least favorite scene is when they're in the dogfight. So LeBeau gets stabbed, and we don't know that he got stabbed, so it looks like Nikki killed him.
0: Yeah, and they were just going to kill him, And Nikki. they were just
1: going to kill Nikki, even though after seeing one LeBeau comes in, acts like he's the boss, tells you, don't follow the law, let's fight these dogs dog fights, then, like, gets in the ring and tries to kill this dog, like, it, it just, it doesn't make sense for all these people to be like, oh my god, like, that dog killed this horrible man, let's shoot it. I know. Clearly it was, like, self-defense, first of all, and if anything else, LeBeau was trying to kill Andre, and that's Nikki's owner, she's not gonna stand for that, you know? Yeah. I don't know, that just really bothered me. I know. On top of all the animal cruelty and- I have problems with this movie.
0: But, like, the story was so cute. The story was great. It it sucks that the story was peppered with all these bad things, because, like, it really would have been a great story had they, like, filmed some things differently.
1: Yeah. You know? I agree. It missed its mark. Yeah. Because it was too, like, Even though it
0: actually was pretty successful. But again, like, this was released in the 60s, and people didn't think the way that we think now. About these types of things back in the 60s. It comes with too much baggage for me. (laughs) Yeah. What did Uh, we take away from the movie? That Malamutes are B.A.? (laughs) No, but really, I think that, again, like, I feel like this is pretty, going to be pretty similar to my takeaway for tomorrow's movie, Greyfriars Bobby, but, like, loyalty with animals is everything. Like, all they care about is you like you are their world so don't let them down they're your family and um you should treat them that way what's that quote it's like
1: it's like there's like a million (sighs) something about dogs where like you're that one person to that dog nope i don't know what you're talking about it makes me kind of teary-eyed every time i read it yeah it's real sweet and i can't think of what it is basically Basically, like, like
0: you're their world yeah yeah, like, you are everything. There's yeah. how many billions of people in the world, and you got them. They got you. So. I mean,
1: uh, food, they rely on you for food and water, and aside from that, they just. And love. You're, they're your best friend, and they just love you, and treat them like that. Sorry, well, that I guess. Dogs are just basically bred to be human companions. Yeah. Right. And cats. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I guess that was my takeaway, too. So, Alexi, <laughs> what's yours?
2: Well, I guess my takeaway would be that, I guess a positive takeaway, um, yeah, the, the dog and the loyalty with his owner and how he never gave up trying to find him. And the fact that Canada is insanely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yes. All those scenic shots of Canada were insane. I, I
0: really
1: want to go me want to go there. Yeah, same. Yeah, I want to see more than just Niagara Falls. Yeah, because that's not... I feel like that's not a representation of Canada. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Agreed. Although, we got some good food up there, I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, Lexi, thank you so much for staying up late and recording with us. You are a number one dog person now. Yes.
0: (laughs) I will be on any dog episode. will hold you to that. She messaged me about Greyfriars Bobby, and I was like, Do you want to do Nikki Dog of the Wild North with us too? Because it's another dog movie.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we super appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me. Of Anytime. course. So, grown up kids can we'll be. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Sorry.
0: Rude. Because she's joining us for Greyfriars Bobby.
1: Could have said that after my sentence. I'm sorry. Just go saying. ahead. <laughs> So Grown Up Kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. So make
0: sure you subscribe so you can be sure to get our latest episode
1: as soon as it's available.
0: You can also find us on social media and join in on the conversation. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, Disney podcast, and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Pod, and look out for a revamp of our Patreon starting in January. If you head on over to our Facebook discussion group I've also posted a document With our comprehensive list of movies That we're going to be watching along with availability To be on the show with us So make sure that you check that out And just comment on the post Email us or message us With what movies you're interested in joining us on And I'll get you on the list So thank you so much for listening Make sure to watch Greyfriars Bobby Ahead of tomorrow's Podmas episode Get ready to say hi to Lexi
1: again Yep and maybe a new face, maybe voice. Voice. You don't see the face, we do. And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway.
0: All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.